0: Hello and welcome to the Commander Theory Podcast. I'm Nick Beatman and I'm here with my friend, Zach Mac. Oh, hey everybody. So we just recently got a ton of new information and a couple spoilers from the upcoming Commander Legends. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about that new info. We'll talk about our reactions to it, our expectations, our fears, and then we'll go into some of the new Commanders spoiled and some of the new main deck cards that we've seen for the first time. So uh, I don't want to I don't want to hold off too long. Yeah, I just want to give a brief uh, talk about our Patreon. So if you head on over to patreon.com/slash commander theory, you can support the show and access sweet benefits for as little as one dollar a month. If you aren't ready to be a patron yet, you can help us out by rating or reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. All right, uh, where where do you want to jump in? What is the 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 most exciting piece of information that you've seen. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So I, I mean, honestly, can I just go through, they, they released infographics um, for like Twitter that they released on the stream they posted later on. And can I just start with like some of them? Sure. Um, so I like when they release these sets that you can draft and draft in weird ways. And I think that is what this, it, they're very much pushing the idea that this is, commander legends is to be drafted it's a set for drafting it's a fun thing so you will get three 20 card packs of cards there's two legends and a foil per pack and you can do it in a pot of four or you can do it in a pot of eight um and you draft two cards per pack so it's about drafting the packs are bigger and you're picking two cards per pack some things about it uh flavor wise um the <laughs> the flavor is all over the place basically but i love that like i i loved modern horizons uh because it was just anything from anywhere and they didn't they could
0: just make a cool card yeah. if they wanted so to. many callbacks you yeah. do no worry about like the current continuity of the story or anything like that
1: exactly it's like oh well, what's going on in Phyrexia? well here's a card that kind of hints at it oh what's going on here oh what's kamal doing oh but whatever it was whatever they wanted to show us uh, here's some snow mana like bam there it is in the set so uh that's the first thing about this set too the flavor the set can pull from anywhere anytime any plane anything in the multiverse heck yeah i love that uh it's great it isn't mechanically commander horizons so i know i just said that i loved modern horizons uh which is i honestly i think becoming more controversial take uh mm. in the magic community at large not specifically with commander but with uh, people who play in competitive formats mm. uh, just because astrolab and other things have been pretty detrimental to uh many formats but um i think that's something that people will be happy to see it's not mechanically commander horizons um but number three the third point they wanted to talk about is it's commander meets draft so you do have commanders when you're drafting you will pick some commanders and you'll build around them in the middle of the draft um Do you want me to get into the last infographic that they had? Or do you want to talk about that? Sure. Sure. Keep going. Yeah. So it's uh, just a little bit more about the format itself. Um, When you're building your deck, it's going to be a 60 card deck. Uh, As I said, it's 20 card packs. So there's a little bit more oomph there. Um, You have all the commander rules. You have 40 life, your color identity, commander damage, all that good stuff. And then uh, the last weird thing, a singleton rule does not apply Um, there are more comments in the set. The set is huge. We'll maybe talk about that at the end here. Um, but let's say you get two kill spells, you draft two kill spells, you can run both of them. I think that's fine. That's just like a draft thing, whatever. Do you want to get into some more info on this? Like there's so much going on with this set. I'm not exactly sure where to go after this.
0: Okay. Uh, let's, let's, God, there is a lot of information. Um, couple other things to note there's no double-faced cards
1: yeah no double-faced cards so
0: people were kind
1: of bummed there's gonna be no double-faced like werewolf legend or something like that but honestly i think they can do a werewolf legend without it being double-faced i agree i agree yeah
0: um there's gonna be at least one kithkin for those kithkin fans out there and Uh, they
1: were super weird about it i do want to say like that when they mentioned it it was like they were treating it they're like there's a kithkin and you're like why do i care yeah <laughs> i don't understand raise, raise your
0: hand if you care about them but yeah, hey, okay. maybe somebody on this on this uh, in our audience yep um some other notable things there's only one common legend quote-unquote although actually it's at a rarity much higher than common mm-hmm. and we'll get to that in a bit there's going to be a fair number of new characters in addition to like frequent we- requests uh, mm-hmm. old characters um and this is something that really stuck out for me expect powerful white cards yes and that is something i am really going to hold them to yeah yeah i mean uh, we, we, y- you we, can't throw that out there and not ex- like uh, okay i'm going to have high expectations for this and i am so prepared to slam them if they're not met
1: i know exactly i completely agree with you um they're are going to be collector boosters. Uh, We don't know the contents of those yet. There are going to be, like, these new etched foils. So, like, uh, Duel Masters, um, other card games have had etched foils before, and they look cool. Um, Pokemon has had etched foils, but I don't think they called them that, um, where, like there's a different foiling treatment and certain parts of the card aren't foiled and it looks like it was like scratched in, but it's not like when you touch the top, it's it's,
0: Oh, it doesn't have any texture. No,
1: there's no texture or anything like that. So that I'm, um, it's just a cool way to do it. I'm surprised they haven't done more promos like that hmm. in the past, like SD comic con promos could have been etched foils at any point in time. And they didn't. So whatever, it doesn't really matter too much. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Uh, they made a kind of cryptic, message they're like popper players will have uh a lot to pay attention to there's going to be some downshifts and that's not always the best thing for Mm -hmm. popper but i'm excited for it we'll see yeah exciting stuff
0: like peregrine drake yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) let's see what happens there um and then i think that there's an elephant in the room that we're, we're trying to get through all the other stuff so we can talk about the uh the big announcement should we just bring it up now the partners yeah yeah so um there are going to be 71 total new legends in the boosters in the draft boosters um and there are going to be 41 mono colored partners so these are new legendary creatures with partner like classical partner yeah this is
0: not partner with these are it's going to make an enormous number of new combinations apparently uh over fifteen hundred possible partner combinations as of the release of this set. Yes. Uh and there will also be thirty non-partner two or three color legends. I'm excited for those. That's what I thought most of the set was gonna be.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I I'm glad they're doing monocolor partners. Um but the oh man, uh I guess we should get to uh Gavin Verhey tweeted some stuff about him so before we really get
0: into partners and what it means okay do you want to read this so basically uh many members of the community are trepidatious about partners yes um they like the thrasios and timna and vile smasher cast very very long shadows and so right out of the gate gavin was sort of addressing these concerns and i'll just um quote a couple things from this tweet thread um so on partner yes partners are powerful really powerful and so we spent probably the most time on this aspect of the set than anything while every partner has a home some are definitely more intended for limited than others we play tested them a lot we not only brought in external folks to w- work on them but we also played them tons and not just in limited but lots in constructed too we even brought some of the game balance and play design folks to look at them a ton of care was put in here uh, we literally pushed the setback so we could have more time to keep testing these. A big mantra was, let's not make more Thrasioses or Vile Smashers. A- and just skipping ahead a little bit, like we tried to err on the side of caution. We are hyper aware of the huge impacts the originals had, both in traditional commander and competitive. So they are, it seems that they are treating these carefully. They've got some hazmat suits on while they're handling these guys, yes. it seems like.
1: Yes, and so um, normally we say this at the end. We we and we do have some some Patreon questions, but one of them that since we're talking about it now, we're going to bring up now. Um, was it who mentioned it? Was it Swampy? Uh, Addison Sage. Addison. Okay. Um. So Addison, uh, in our Discord, asked, uh, "Uh, open partners back? Uh oh oh crap or oh yeah?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I I don't know. Like I. Pretty apathetic about partners. I know that some people think it's like lazy or have thought it's lazy. I've heard that argument before. Uh, I know that some people worry. My biggest worry about partners is that things could get more generic. If there's just a partner that is just generically good. Uh, that's like the worry of commander in general, like, and that's where they messed up
0: on. And the that's first where they messed around. up
1: on in the past is like these cards. Are, like Thracios doesn't do anything. Yeah,
0: he's just generically good. Like, turn mana into card advantage. Yeah, like period. That's
1: it. Timna, turn your guys into cards. Like yeah, like, like
0: if Timna didn't have partner, she'd be one of the best Orzov commanders. Just period. Yeah. Yeah. Just just in general,
1: and so. I'm happy to see that they're hyper aware of that I'm 100% still expecting there to be something that seems really good in this set or even possibly busted. We'll get to some of the spoils below and how we feel about them. But, um, I think that it's, I don't know. I can't really say like, Oh yeah. Or Oh no. Cause I, uh, until we see the first mistake. Yes. Cause I, I, Some people think they shouldn't have done partners initially. I think partners were fine. I think they could have been fine. I think they can be fine. Uh, It's just another way to play with these mechanics and these rules that like uh, is splashy. And so I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about this so far, especially seeing the partners they spoiled, which we'll get to after this.
0: Yeah. So I like partners. First off, I think it's a very good idea that all of the partners are monocolored. That that puts a hard cap on like, if you want to use these guys, the max you can do is three colors. That's helpful. Uh, You're not going to have four color good stuff like dropping the worst color in Commander.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely, I think that is my biggest complaint about the original partners is that they could have built the partners into cool archetypes. And we've complained about this before. You've mentioned that. Yeah, I was going to get into that. Yeah. And, and I'll let you I'll let you speak for yourself. But um, I did not like that most of the old partners were just for the colors. It's just like, here's something that's generically good. So you can play blue green. Or here's just a guy that is white green. So you can play white green or add white green to this color combination. Uh, I like the monocolor exactly for the same reason you said, because it kind of, forces you to think a little more.
0: It Well, yeah, and also puts a cap on exactly how good yes. stuffy these can be. Yes, which uh, is great. So I'm going to reiterate this again. I've said this many times on the podcast. What I think the partners should have been is build arounds where they start with a narrow color identity and like give you the option to expand it like they they should be choosing themes that can work on in with like one or two colors but can also get a lot of cool stuff when you add additional colors to them yes and the example that uh, that i like brought up was if they had a white green enchantress with partner like you can definitely do white green enchantress that as the base case and this is before tuvasa was printed yeah so you could do white, green, enchantress as the base case. And then it there's a lot of things that get added to the mix if you add blue to that color identity. There's a lot of different things that get added if you add uh, black to the color identity. So it's something that works at its base and there's interesting options for like modular building with other colors. That, I think, is really cool, would be a great execution of partner and prevents it from just being like, Well, this commander is cheap and draws me cards for little investment. And this commander is cheap and draws me cards for little investment. Yeah. And they together, they give me the best color identity outside of five color.
1: Yes, it's insane. I I totally agree with that. And there's so many archetypes that could benefit from that. So um, one of the problems... Uh, with some tribal things is that they'll print a cool card in a tribe that's outside of the normal colors or maybe two or three cards outside of the normal colors so let's say you make like a a black red vampires list um you can't play your cool white vampires anymore or dragons like let's say they make like a red green dragon partner well now if you want to play your blue part uh, like dragons or you want to play your other colors like you could add those in so tribal works really well with um, other archetypes, like it could have done with like instance and sorceries. It could have done like just so many, there's so many things like Nick is saying that like you can make the shell that works and then add in the other color and you'll, you'll get like different flavors of that thing. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm just so sad they didn't do that.
0: Yeah. But they may be doing it this time. I've yes. seen like some of some of these designs, I'm thinking like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted partner to be it makes sense here and we'll get into that in a moment Um, but one other thing I want to say is so another thing you can do with partner is you know you can have your build around that is your like main partner and then you just throw something onto it that doesn't really matter but gives you the right colors and um, for those I think that actually is a good opportunity to like make some legendary creatures that don't necessarily have to create new archetypes in commander because there's this pressure on um on wizards like every legendary creature should do something in commander it really sucks when a new and everyone complains when a new legend gets printed that you can't really play it just for whatever reason it doesn't work in this format but if if like part of partner is just adding colors to this narrow archetype uh, then you can use those like adding color commanders to like hit on, say, like resonant characters that maybe don't have like a good mechanical connection. Yeah. And and there's an example within here of like this is a character that people have been asking for. Ooh, I won't get into too much. Yeah. I've been asking for it for a while. But this like design isn't really the most inspired commander design, but it has partner. So it's OK because I'm just going to add this color to a deck that needs it. Yeah. Um, and at this point, we're going to get into some of these spoiled cards now. So,
1: um, the, I, I want to get this guy over with first. So he's, this is the guy, he's the only common legend in the set. Uh, they finally did a common legend.
0: Uh, and he's, he's more common than common, right? Like he has, he's, uh, he actually appears in one in six packs. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you're going to see this guy
1: a lot. This is the prismatic Piper. It is a three-three shapeshifter uh, for five generic, and it has if the prismatic piper is your commander, choose a color before the game begins. Prismatic piper is the chosen color, and it has partner. So literally, what we we're just saying, if you just need a color in your command, in like command zone to like play in a certain like identity, this guy's got you. Like if the draft went terribly wrong, you could, no one passed that red legend you thought was going to table, but you need to play red because you drafted a bunch of red cards. Here's this boy. Here he is. Yep. Uh, cowards will say. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> this this is not playable. Uh, his flavor text is hilarious to me. It says, uh, it is everything and nothing."
0: It's like, well, you're half right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, but he's worse. I mean, he is really like worse than the worst. Uh, legends, legend. Yes. Um, <laughs> but that's fine because he's there to make limited work and nobody was really expecting him, the yeah. common commander, to be uh, top tier.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but we do have uh, some other partners they spoil
0: just to kind of show off the mechanic and some characters. Uh, do you want to get into the next guy? Sure. This is Sengir, the Dark Baron. Four black, black for a four, four legendary vampire noble. It has flying. Whenever another creature dies, put two plus one plus one counters on Sengir the Dark Baron. Whenever another player loses the game, you gain life equal to that player's life total as the turn began. And it has partner.
1: Um, So one notable thing about uh, this is that there's going to be a promo version of Sengir the Dark Baron that Pete Ventures does the art for, Mm -hmm. uh, which he was the original artist on the original Baron Sengir. Uh, and I think that's great. That's wonderful. That's a great way to honor him. Yeah, it's super rad. Um, Yeah, so this is one of those examples where uh, there's a little bit of of tech for this guy. Um, He's a character that people have loved throughout the years. His original card is uh, more or less unplayable. Yeah. An eight-mana vampire that doesn't really do much Mm -hmm. like with the tap ability what he's a big flyer you're like i don't really want to tap him i don't really want to tap him Mm -hmm. um so this is a much better execution on him uh, if you like him and he gives you a little bit of tech but um uh oh god what's the oh here it is retribution of the ancients um which is a black foreign enchantment it has Pay black it's just black right yeah 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 pay black and remove x uh plus one plus one counters from creatures you control
0: a uh, target creature gets minus x minus x until end of turn yes um so if there's a bunch of weenies on the battlefield you can just kind of machine gun them remove some counters kill something get, get two counters. more counters yeah
1: and uh that's pretty good uh and then of course he's a counter partner so like rayhan Last of the abzen uh synergizes with that uh she's three mana for a zero zero one green black Uh, whenever a creature you control with plus one plus one counters on it dies you can put those counters on another creature you control Mm -hmm. Um, so there you go there's some synergy there
0: Uh, but yeah honestly I'm not um, I I don't think this is a great build around commander no but it's totally fine because he has partner and one of the other creatures we're going to be talking about today is like my first thought was this needs black I'm so glad yeah I'm so glad Sengir exists yeah exactly and that's how I feel like a few of these are gonna feel like it's gonna be like
1: oh oh okay I get it like I can put these guys together like this gives me enough of the color I need without being a completely useless but be completely broken
0: yeah, yeah and it's really great Um, you know for there's there's often like this tension in commander between like god I love this character so much they're so cool did you read the novels they are a badass yeah Uh, and then like poor execution and like you're you know, you're just not gonna be able to compete with your opponents playing this character. But now with partner, like God, Sengir is so cool. I love the homeland storyline. I, you know, based my my homebrew RPG around it. Um and now you can run him just as kind of kinda like in the sideline. Yeah, you can stare lovingly at him and every now and then he gets in the fray and yeah, he'll be in the sidecar, but somebody else is driving the motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's great. And I,
1: I, I do agree with you. I think that's like kind of where partner should be. I think that that's a really good way to use partner because, uh, yeah, just the good stuffiness that can exist is, uh, is kind of upsetting mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so the next partners that we have are, are two characters that have been asked for for a long time. And they're uncommon partners, so they're two of the uncommon uh,
0: partners that we're going to get. Um... You know, I was going to do this in color order, but everyone always refers to them in the the other way first. Yeah, this is uh, this is Hal and Alana or Elena. Uh, this is Hal and Elena. This is the uh, they're a pair of rangers from Innistrad. They are some of the f- few uh, out gay characters in Magic Canon um and they have a lot of fans and it's very cool to see them finally given cards and i think both of these are pretty interesting designs
1: yeah i actually like both of these des- these designs in particular uh which one do you want to start with um i'm gonna do elena first just to kind of be in a color order <laughs> sure um so elena is uh, a 4 first first strike 4-4 in a red she's a human scout uh and has tap add an amount of red equal to the greatest power among creatures you control that entered the battlefield this turn and then of course partner um so this i mean just straight away this has a ton of combo potential Mm -hmm. like you just play a big donk and you're making a ton of mana so it kind of subsidizes the big donks that you're playing at bare minimum like you play a seven power dude for five you make seven mana you can play something bigger or whatever or vice versa you you play a five five flying dragon for six and i can you finally f- play
0: my boldwear heavyweights yeah exactly
1: exactly you you can uh kind of get some mana off of this so that's pretty cool but then just you can just you can combo so easy
0: yeah it's so easy to combo uh so basically like there's Things like Umbral Mantle, Sword of the Paran, Staff of Domination, all of thing, these things allow you to pay mana to untap a creature, and it's pretty much unrestricted how many times you want to do that. Um, I Unfortunately, that's kind of it in Mono Red, Yeah, but fortunately she has Partner, so it's pretty easy to add uh, colors to her that will give her access to some better untapping effects. So there's like a lot of white cards that'll untap your creatures. A lot of blue cards that untap your creatures multiple times, like Freed from the Real or Zora. Um There's green has some like untap combat tricks. Yep. So it's it's really it's pretty easy to like set up a thing where maybe you're not going infinite, but I'm gonna like tap Alana, then cast Benefactors Draw and draw a card and untap her and tap her again, and now I'm gonna play like give her plus one, plus one, and reach, and untap her again, and suddenly I've got 15 mana, and I'll, I'll figure out something to do with that.
1: Yeah, you play your, your World Spine Worm. There you go. I just, I do like this design. Um, I think he, being five mana, uh, even though it's a good combo card, you're not gonna, you have to work at it. Uh, it's also in a bad color yeah. for this. Like, it, unless you're adding, like, green or black
0: for, like, rituals or something, she's just not gonna come down fast enough yeah. to win super crazy fast i would say although it is kind of sweet that if you have a haste graner like fervor or lightning greaves oh yeah then she just subsidizes almost all of her own cost which is yeah that is
1: true that's really great um so i think it's a great color for this effect and i i'm glad to see her mm-hmm. um and then uh helena Hel- Hal how Hal- Hal- halana halana halana
0: like, um, we'll call her whatever yeah
1: so halana Kessig ranger is uh the next one She is a 3-4 with reach. Human archer for 3 and a green. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay 2 generic. When you do, that creature deals damage equal to its power to target creature. So a creature enters, you can pay 2, and it punches something. Uh, And then she has partner. So
0: uh, what is some tech with Halana? So there's a couple things. I, I... Although, like, you could play the Hal and Elena deck um, where, like, you're playing very large creatures to benefit Elena and then having Halana, like, make them fight other people's stuff. Uh, or not not fight, punch, bite. Yeah, bite, I think is what yeah. you call it. Have them bite other people's stuff. Uh, I don't think that's actually, like, the best way to build around either of them. I think there's better options in both cases. With Halana... Um, The fact that it's one-sided makes me think like, oh, well, Death Touch creatures for sure. Yeah. Um, There's so many very cheap Death Touch creatures in this color identity. Um, Even in Mono Green, there's plenty of one and two cost things with Death Touch that become like, okay, it's just a ravenous chupacabra. You got to have a million ravenous chupacabras. Mm -hmm. And then really, this is the card that made me think like, okay, this is a really good execution of partner because there's plenty for green to do. But if you were to add black to her, then uh you've got access to all the cheap black death touch creatures that work so well with this ability
1: yeah no i I agree i think this is um a very fair it's very good um it's costed appropriately you're not just going to get completely like blown out by this ability um this is kind of what i wish the old partners Mm would have been more like so um that's it that's the first taste of partner we've gotten so i am uh uh cautiously optimistic after
0: seeing these guys yeah i don't think there's any mistakes here and we'll see if that track record holds up when we see the rest of the set yes
1: i i think gameplay with them will be fun based off this so far but obviously we could be completely wrong there could just be something heinous coming in the in the wings um and they also they said powerful white cards so this is not a partner card but this is a very powerful white card um mm-hmm. So, this was the last... Oh, uh, well, uh, we got some more spoils, but they're not. We don't need to talk about them as much. Um, this is the last, like, impressive spoil. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting spoil. Unexpected. Unexpected, yes. So, this is Keeper of the Accord. This is a 3-4 human soldier for 3 and a white. Uh, he, they have at the beginning of each opponent's end step, if that player controls more creatures than you, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token. And they also have at the beginning of each opponent's end step, if that player controls more lands than you, you may search your library for a basic planes card, put it onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Um wow. Uh I'm big fan. Yeah, this is uh that's I mean, people talk about white the white catch up mechanics just not being good enough. I I think this is
0: good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this is uh this is great. Yeah, the fact that it can get you um i mean depending on the order of your opponents it can get you i I mean three lands in a round of turns that's that's amazing
1: yeah this is crazy um it could get you three lands the uh notably the the soldiers can block so like let's say someone has like maybe you only have a keeper and your commander someone has three creatures you get your third guy and then you jump on the next player's turn you might be able to get back your creature that you jumped with so like just that alone is like weird good value. Um
0: Yeah, it's got a little bit of an Ophiomancer thing going on.
1: Yeah, which is great. And then there's uh uh if you have a sack outlet, that's another great way to use these like soldier tokens. Oh fantastic, that you're getting. yeah. It's incredible. Um and then yeah, like Nick said, like you could be getting upwards of three lands a turn, which is uh very few cards do that. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not uh not something that happens very often. So yeah
0: this is this like i I mean the token thing is cool that's fine like white could already make tokens well so that's not too exciting but this land catch-up thing it's crazy this is exactly the kind of thing like we have asked for when we've sort of analyzed white's faults in the past uh because you know it has this long history of land tax and weathered wayfarer and if you're behind you get extra value and it's fantastic to see it here that you don't just get all your lands into your hand that you can actually like have the same amount of mana as the green player yeah and and honestly like
1: that is going to make games just better for everyone because there's going to be a lot more give and take there's Mm going to be a lot more like oh i'm not sitting here i need to cast two spells this turn but i'm in mono white and the green player the green blue player is just like taken off as in like the stratosphere with mana and cards and i'm sitting here with three cards in
0: hand because i got wrath and can't do anything yeah like white players don't prop i think a lot of them don't like want to have to default to be in the cops but they there's like so many of white's good cards as just efficient removal either like mass or spot and giving them more options for like positive like building up their game plan increasing their resources getting them towards like a victory rather than just answering what your opponents are doing that is gonna lead to a lot more fun games of commander than like well i'm playing mono white control so all of your creatures are going to die several times over
1: and when i'm gonna win i'm gonna have an angel and then i'm gonna armageddon so you can't answer it and uh and i'll see you guys in a few turns when you're all dead yep um yeah definitely i like this line of play a lot better and i and and it's in color pie they could have done this for so long like it this
0: doesn't feel not white at all like this feels like a a, it feels like a white card and it's just good like what do you think about uh so you've talked about like sacrificing your creatures so you can farm the uh plus (laughs) plus one trigger yeah or the the token trigger more times what do you think about like playing a lot of strip mine and wasteland effects so you can farm the (laughs) land trigger more.
1: Oh my God. I was kind of thinking about that, like playing like, uh, uh, not bounce lands, but like the blasted landscapes and, Mm. uh, glacial chasm and,
0: or maybe like cryptic caves, just anything that lets you sack your lands for value.
1: Yeah. And, but you don't stay behind on them. I I was thinking that's pretty funny, but just strip mining goes (laughs) quarter. It's so funny. Kind of speaking of lands, that's the last spoils we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are completing the cycle of, what do we call these lands? Are
0: these the battle lands or are these the tango lands? Uh, they're whichever one you most often use to describe the Zendikar lands. <laughs> um, so
1: these are it's the cycle of the battle bond. If you have two opponents, they enter untapped lands. Uh, it's the enemy colored ones. They look great. They have funny names. That's it. They're here now yep they exist yeah if you needed another land for your white red deck you got it mm-hmm. here it is cool and that's it so a lot <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of implications i think is the funniest part about this announcement is sometimes a set is announced and it's like oh well let's see what this mechanic does this one it's like what is the format gonna look like after yeah this 41 partners are injured like there's it's a little bit heavier than a normal set release
0: Yeah, I know, like, adding, like, very quickly, I'm just going to take a look at EDH rec. Yeah, Uh, there's
1: going to be, I think there's going to be more partner
0: combinations than... Than current existing, than, like, existing archetypes? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's very possible. Okay, God, yeah. So there are less than a thousand commanders currently. Yes. And with this, they'll be, I mean, it's not adding 1,500, because... Yeah, Some of those combinations exist already, but uh, it's adding a huge number. It's adding an enormous amount.
1: Yeah. Uh, EDH Rec, they basically tweeted one of the partners and were like, God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Like that was kind of the whole tweet because they're like... Huge amount of work for them. This is gonna... Yeah, it's insane. It's insane like how much they're gonna have to do this next like few months. All right. Let's just say more than a thousand. That's probably right. Yeah,
0: definitely. Oh, yeah, that's definitely more than a thousand okay so you're at least doubling the total number of available archetypes so it's going to be i I mean how the hell do you even predict what that looks like actually better question Uh, when we do our set review how are we going to do a thousand deck lists i know (laughs) i know we we are not going to
1: do a thousand deck lists Uh, i think what we're gonna do is like i mean you should let us know listeners what you would like to, but I think like if we just do ones that we think are the most novel yeah, or maybe things that didn't exist before, or maybe we just highlight like cards that work with said commanders. I don't really know how to, yeah,
0: it's I, I messed up. Yeah, well, I, I, I think we'll just do like best pieces of tech for this particular commander and like colors it works best with. So like tech in other colors yeah. Is maybe like tech for each color. Yeah. And then that, you figure it out.
1: Yeah. Cause it's, That's it's too much, it's too much. Like, there's already a ton of commanders per set, and I think that's the thing that's funniest about this. Is there's like a heavy implication when uh, like, uh, Riel is spoiled, and you're like, oh wow, like, this commander's really strong. It's a completely different thing when like a set is spoiled, and it's not like there's one strong commander, but there's just
0: like a Thousand possibilities. Yeah, yeah. If, if one of the forty-one is like really good, then that's like, you know, that hundreds of decks yeah. that are
1: possibly busted
0: now. Okay, so I, I just want to get this out of the way very far in advance. So we had already planned to like bring on some support and just like people to help us when we knew that there were seventy-one legends yes. in the set. Yes. uh Just please have a lot of sympathy for the content creators. <laughs> when it comes to spoiler season for commander legends yeah insane it's just it It we may have a little bit delays we may not be able to make deck lists for everyone it's going to be crazy please bear with us yeah
1: i i'm um don't know how it's gonna go down (laughs) that's the short way of saying that not quite sure how we're gonna uh get through it but we're gonna we're gonna try and make it happen somehow
0: yeah uh okay just like more broadly than just commanders um what do you think about an entire commander set like what could what could go right what could go wrong white gets the staples
1: it needs uh white just really needs help uh white gets the commanders it needs Mm -hmm. white commanders need a lot of help uh even red needs some staples still like red just needs some cards to like flush out the decks that it's in yep. in particular, like some instance <laughs> white and red need good instance. Yes. They don't have a lot of tech that they're, helps you. Yeah. Period. They're That's, not great at reacting to other no, people. And like, not that every color needs to like, have counterspell levels of like reactions to be good, but everyone should have like doomblade level
0: interaction. Yeah,
1: everyone should be like, oh well. Here's a thing, like like when a braid is one of the best red instants, um, that's that's kind of that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of weird compared to like any black kill spell mm-hmm. or draw spell or any blue instant or anything. It's just like it's pretty crazy. So I'm hoping that we get some good stuff there. Uh, Things I'm worried about is that they print another green staple.
0: (laughs) I don't want any more green staples, please. And they're doing them at like really messed up rarities too. That's what I really hate. So like the, I'd say of the past year, like ignoring uh, of the past year, I'd say like the two biggest green staples we've gotten the past year. Have been Finale of Devastation at Mythic. Yes. And uh the Great Henge also at Mythic. Yeah, and like and what? Let me go ahead and uh together those t- so yeah. $19 and $22. $22. Yeah. Yeah. For these format staples that can easily fit into Oh, actually I- I'm seeing twenty six dollars oh, for, for it- Great Henge oh yeah no that makes
1: a lot more sense because i was like oh I'm gonna maybe pick one of those up now
0: um but yeah almost 50 dollars for these two cards because they're printed at mythic but they're like their mechanics make it so that they are very likely to become format staples
1: yeah and you literally can put them in any green deck with creatures yeah if your deck is both green and has creatures these cards are gonna be great they're gonna do a lot of work for you and uh i don't know if you know this but green uh is pretty good with creatures yeah
0: so uh just all over the place
1: these cards are all
0: over the place so uh, if if there are so like yeah i also don't want to see new green staples they're they're done for a while yeah, we're put good. them on timeout yeah please. We're, we're good and if you have to don't put them at mythic yes. don't like these are standard okay Great Henge and Finale Devastation, standard legal sets, huge amount of product open, still instantly priced out of budget players' hands. Yeah, it's that's pretty terrible. And Commander Legends is not going to have a standard print run. If there is, like, a green staple at high rarity, it's... It's over. It's over. It's done. Um, so yeah, that's...
1: I'm, I'm worried about staples. Uh, I'm hopeful, to go back on that side, I'm hoping that with, uh, based on some of the partners we've seen and, uh... The design philosophy like pushing more towards draft as opposed to eternal formats that we get power pushed into interesting build arounds mm-hmm. i'm hoping to see some cool build arounds or things to help build around so we've talked before about like the blue black flash archetype that doesn't exist
0: but they're trying to push oh i love that
1: that would be great if there was like a blue uncommon partner that did something with like Flash or
0: instant speed or something. Exactly.
1: Wonderful. That'd be awesome. If there is a blue black legend that did that, if there was uh, blue and black cards that did that, that'd be awesome. So put the power in interesting build arounds, like reward me for doing this thing that you have said you want me to do. That's what I'm looking forward to. Things I'm not looking forward to, I just don't. Generic. I don't want generic stuff. I don't want another four mana blue instant that's like draw some cards, discard some cards or Mm -hmm. something like that. Like I. I want to see tools that can go into my decks and like I have way more decks than a lot of people uh, and I take them apart and I put them together and it's not like I have like a consistent lineup. I have like a core consistent lineup, but um, I like experimenting and like just because I have some blue decks doesn't mean they all want the same things. Um, That's not why I play commander. Like I don't want to have to put the same blue draw spell in my deck because it's the best one that does that. Like, give me a blue draw spell but it's better in this instance or uh give me a a bounce spell but it's better in this instance or stuff like that that's what i'm really really hoping to see that's what i'm really like crossing my fingers um and just like please (laughs) please uh, please i don't i I don't just want a generically good card i just i don't want another eternal witness (laughs) please
0: yeah i would like to see um i I mean I, i totally agree with you Definitely, I'm okay with more staples for red and white because they need it, especially yeah. like, I, I mean, you, you've said everything that I, I would want to say on that. Um, definitely commanders that push in interesting directions and potentially cards that um, push against some of the dominant type like strategies. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind more cards like Allosaurus Rider, albeit at mm. like, you know, lower rarities better distribution yeah yeah uh, exactly just things that fight against like the the predominant best strategies and make it so that you like well of course i'm gonna put uh, choose a blue color identity so i can have access to all these really good answers and it's like no okay there's reasons why i might not do that yeah
1: no i, th- I think that's actually a really good point like putting in answers that aren't just like armageddon like feel bad like, yeah terrible things like I think one of the best parts of Allosaurus Rider was, like, it's proactive. You played the one drop. Your spells can't be countered. Your guys get big later. Like, you're building towards something, and it shuts something off. Uh, I would really, really hope
0: that... uh, Yeah, it can end the game. It's not just, like, uh, a war of attrition.
1: Yeah, I'm really hoping that not only white gets that, but, like, you said, like, every color gets stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Like every color has problems with something like give it tools within its arsenal then they've had them like since alpha like colors have had ways to deal with things and that's evolved over time things have moved over time like i would like to see it in the same way you're talking about like things printed to create interesting counterplay as opposed to just like an off switch and on off switch
0: yeah and i one other thing I, i would really like to see in addition to like you know we talked a bit about staples like good answers in red and white and how there need to be more of those um I want to see aggression pushed yeah. to the maximum oh yeah okay. I want to be okay. afraid okay I want to be I want to be terrified okay I, uh, I like that I want white to have something on the level of crater hoof and triumph of the hordes I want to be <laughs> able to like see a token army and know that it will kill me when they untap. <laughs> Not just like, I'm okay, I'm going to block, block, block take five. Mm. I, I want to be in constant peril against white decks and same for red decks. I want such aggressive haste enabling that they will always come swing out of the gates. There is nothing I can do to prepare. It's a fool's errand to tap out because that Malignus will be turning sideways <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah, That's what I want to see. Yeah, because when you look at Like,
1: the top white cards in particular, it's all reactive stuff. Or it's, like, Pillowfort, it's all Wraths, uh, with some token stuff mixed in. Mm -hmm. Like, because that's what the color is good at. That's the things they've been giving us. But, like, that's why White Weenie is bad in Commander. That's why, like, aggressive strategies are bad in Commander. That's why the white aggressive decks are bad, is because, like, you have to turn it sideways and there's no... You get no help. You just kind of claw along and hope. That your dissolve's gonna get you there,
0: <laughs> and that's it, um yeah, like honestly, red is the color of emotion, white is the color of the divine together, these two colors should be able to put the fear of God in you <laughs> that's great, I mean, yeah,
1: and it's it's honestly it's the same thing with red too though, like red is like a lot of artifact destruction, uh a lot of wheels give me give me aggression yeah give me aggression give me some some aggro cards for the aggro color please Mm -hmm. please it's been so long it's been so long um but i think that more or less does it for this um please like if you uh have any predictions let us know if you uh
0: if if you have an idea for these partners definitely let us know um Oh, if there's something you are worried that they are going to mess up, mm-hmm. let us know. Because they are they are playing with fire, and they've admitted it, uh, and there's other things that they could...
1: Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, um, yeah, please, uh, we would like this to be an open dialogue with the fans, because, uh, honestly, we're going to need your emotional support yes. very much in the coming months. So, uh, hmm, yeah, uh, please forgive us for for any any uh, flubs that we may do because
0: there's... Yeah, uh, we are going to be under duress yes. very shortly. Yes. So, uh, you know, please send us your patience, send us your love <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and... Uh, and again we we thank you for your continuing support
1: yeah of course uh
0: we literally couldn't do this without you guys and i think that's a good transition to the end of the show sure uh i want to give a brief thank you to our patreon patrons they are bradley gustav ryan mark addison mason rick laser Raphael, kyle charlotte andrew tom the white clays aubrey hannah anthony andy dylan james justin logan roger david evan bryce dylan benjamin jason kyle jerry brandon amon kevin Kaidel, and jeremy thank you all for supporting the show Without you, uh, we wouldn't be able to write a thousand deck lists yes. in the span of previous season, <laughs> yes. um, and and honestly,
1: just uh, get any type of analysis like this done. Like the fact that we have your support, like means that we can uh, speculate, we can get these deck lists out to you, um, and we can also figure out what we're gonna do with over a thousand partner combinations. <laughs> so, p- thank you so much for your support.
0: Yes. And uh, if you're not currently a Patreon patron, but would like to become one, please check us out at patreon.com slash commander theory. Thanks for listening. If any of you theorists want to get in touch with us, I am at commander theory on Twitter and Tumblr. And Zach is at Fat Bartleby on Twitter. Our theme song is Lincoln Continental by Entropy. And you can check them out on SoundCloud. Until next time, we're going back to the drawing board.